Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. Since 1934, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. Please stay tuned for another lesson on this program by Jeff Archie. Are you listening? Thanks to our Jay Webb for the kind introduction and hello to everyone. I know of no one who would not prefer a life with less chaos and problems, more peace and structure, and a better way of living each and every day. Do you find yourself feeling that way, dear friend? You know, God has a plan for our lives, and the text of James 4, 13-17 is an outstanding plan for life. James 4, verses 13-17 says as follows, Come now. You who say, Today or tomorrow we will go to such and such a city, spend a year there, buy and sell and make a profit, whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, If the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Therefore... To him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. This is our text that will be under consideration in a few moments. You know, in planning our lives, we come across questions that deserve answers. We have a very special study about questions that our J. Webb will share with us. J. As one studies the Bible, questions may arise. Please know the International Gospel Hour offers absolutely free a study titled Answering Questions to Christianity. It is comprised of one booklet with a number of questions and biblical answers. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988 and leave your name, address, and just say Question Booklet. That's it. Again, call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And please leave your name, address, and just say, Question Booklet. You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type, Question Booklet. We'll send it right away. We trust this study will help with answers to questions you may have. Let's go back to Jeff. From James 4, 13-17, This individual expressing such confidence in verse 13, (laughs) he should handle one's money in everyday living and even saving money. That's the kind of person we would want working for us. And then again, not really. I mean, he could predict the right city. He knew the right city where the best investments would come. He could predict that. On top of that, folks, He could predict he was going to remain there a year. He knew business would be that good. Dear friends, things can change a lot in a year's time. He could predict what he would buy, sell, and it would be profitable. He knew the items. He knew that every day for a year in that same city. The conclusion, James tells us, such rejoicing is without the Lord It's boasting, and it's evil. 
It's because man is putting it all on himself and not God. This individual is not humbling himself in the sight of the Lord. He is putting his stock and his faith in an uncertain economy as in the writing here. And even if it is good, it is still uncertain because it can change tomorrow. And then James then asked the important question, What is your life? No matter what the length of one's life may be, when it comes to eternity, one's life is only here for a little while. James brings forth an inspired life plan. Let's see what this plan is as we are planning our lives. First of all, we learn from this text that planning is good, but plan with God. You know, making plans in and of themselves is not wrong, for the Apostle Paul often made plans in regards to his travels. We note this in Acts 15 and verse 36 while planning the second missionary journey, and in Acts 18, verses 20 and 21, he was planning a return to Ephesus. You know, in fact, dear friends, making plans or setting goals is a key to success in any venture we may undertake in life. But planning is good, but plan with God. In other words, we can make our plans, but make them in light of God's approval. Thus, from verse 15 of James 4, if the Lord will. Let's talk about the Lord's will, if the Lord will, and what His will is. Ephesians 5.17 says, Wherefore be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. Well, how can I understand the will of the Lord? By studying and knowing His book, the Holy Bible, of which He has revealed unto us what we need to know. In Colossians 1 and verse 9, the prayer that Paul had for the church there said for them to be filled with the knowledge of His will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding. So with our lives, we in turn will prove the will of God. You see, when we are understanding what the will of the Lord is and we're filled with that knowledge, then we're able to make the proper plans and prove the will of God. In Romans 12 and verse 2, Paul says, Be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect, watch it, will of God. So, first of all, we make our plans, our priorities, and our opportunities seeking the will of God. Simply ask a question with our planning, is this what the Lord would have me to do? Understand, grow in the knowledge of God's will and live that type of life. And then when we ask, is this what the Lord would have me to do? We are allowing His will to help us plan. Number two in planning life, participate now, but participate with God. Remember verse 14 Our lives are but a vapor, just a mist. It's there and then it's gone. There are no guarantees of tomorrow, dear friends, only what we have now. In Job 14, verses 1 and 2, we're taught that man that is born of a woman is of few days and full of trouble. He cometh forth like a flower and is cut down. He fleeth also as a shadow 
and continueth not. Peter in 1 Peter 2 and verse 24 says, For all flesh is as grass, and all the glory of man as the flower of grass. The grass withereth, and the flower thereof falleth away. I think about that Shakespeare play by the name of Macbeth. When Shakespeare said in Act 5, Scene 5 and line 11, when he simply said, Life's but a walking shadow, a poor player that struts and frets his hour upon the stage and then is heard no more. Dear friends, we know not what may be on the morrow. That's why we need to participate now, but we participate with God. We're taking our plans and we are putting our plans into participation of life. As you hear this broadcast, dear friends, it was recorded weeks before its broadcast. It's very well possible you could be listening to me today, and it may be one of the few lessons left in my life, if not the last lesson. Dear friends, I hope that's not the case, but we don't know. Matthew 6, verse 34 says, Take no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. And when you look at verse 34 in every language, there's a verse 33 that comes before it. And therefore we should embrace Matthew 6.33 that says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. When we keep God in our planning, we will always have Him in our participation. Let's pause for just one moment. Our website is internationalgospelhour.com. Please go and peruse our website. Hit the Contact tab and leave us a message, or the Survey tab and let us know where you hear our programs. Please check out the Free tab as well for a variety of materials you may use in your studies. Again, that's internationalgospelhour.com. And now, let's return to our study. Priorities are necessary, but the main necessity is God. Let's think about priorities in our planning and our participation. In Luke twelve sixteen through 21 we read the parable of the rich farmer who had his life planned out. He was one who was setting priorities of what was needed on his farm. But there was only one problem, dear friends. He was leaving out God. I mean, what he had laid up for years, he would not enjoy it. Because verse 20 says, "...that night his soul would be required of him." That word required means to ask back or demand back. In other words, he would die that night. Your soul is going to be asked back from this earth. And you're going to leave this earth. And the problem was he had laid up treasures for himself and not God. Dear friends, regardless of economic conditions, wherever we might live and whatever we face, what is our priority or asked more accurately, who is our priority? Let us be careful of our physical investments and the things that we gain in life and think that they will sustain us forever. There's nothing wrong with work, but there is something wrong when we think that's the end of it all. In Matthew 16:26, Jesus said, For what is a man profited if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Or what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Dear friends, in planning life, let's note, Planning is good, but plan with God. Participate now, but participate with God. And priorities are necessary, but the main necessity is God. So we plan, we participate, 
and we place priorities in those places, but we cannot leave God out of any part of this planning. And the conclusion? Well, we'll let James tell us in James 4.17. Therefore, to him that knoweth to do good, and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Plan your life today. Turn yourself closer to God. Study and know His will for your life. Dear friends, thank you for joining me today. We hope we've helped. I'm Jeff Archie with the International Gospel Hour. I'll see you next time, and until then, keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. We hope, first, that it glorified God. But second, we hope that it edified you. Listen to it again if you need to, or to other lessons in this series by going to the Media tab at our site, internationalgospelhour.com.